0: The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
1: POSTERS, AND WELCOME TO THE LAST POST, THE FINAL WORD IN THIS, THE MOST FINAL OF WORLDS. TODAY IS THE 12TH OF MARCH OF THE YEAR 2020. IN HISTORY TODAY, SOME IMPORTANT EVENTS. COCA-COLA WAS SOLD IN BOTTLES IN 1894 FOR THE FIRST TIME TODAY. IT WAS SOLD IN BOTTLES FOR THE FIRST TIME IN A CANDY STORE IN VICKSBURG, MISSISSIPPI, BEFORE WHICH TIME COCA-COLA WAS ONLY SERVED IN TWO-CUPPED PALMS, All via enema. In 1930, Mohandas Gandhi began his 200-mile march protesting British salt taxes, uh, which is interesting because a 200-mile tax will deplete your salt content. In 1642, Abel Tasman was the first European to cite New Zealand, leading to the inevitable chain of events that has ended with the emergence of New New Zealand off the coast of New Zealand. So thanks, Abel Tasman for that. In 1989, Tim Berners-Lee submitted his first proposal for an information management system to bosses at CERN, who found it, quote, vague but exciting, end quote, which, interestingly enough, is what I have on my Tinder profile. Vague but exciting. Our guest today is tech billionaire and fan favorite Josh Gondelman. Welcome back to the episode. How are you going? Have you been extradited yet?
0: Not yet. I am still living in my mansion at the foot of a volcano in Guatemala, and it feels lonely and exhilarating. (laughs)
1: Lonely and exhilarating is not a bad Tinder profile either.
0: No, unfortunately, there is no radius that will allow women or men into my mansion.
1: (laughs) Coming up today, we will be talking all of the latest stuff in tech, on which you are our expert, Josh. But first, some headlines. In tech news today, Apple has warned that disruption in China from the coronavirus will mean revenues falling short of forecasts as apparently the virus has moved from humans to phones. The first transmission for animal, from animals to humans marked a mutation in the virus that has made it difficult to contain. And this new leap from humans to phones is extremely worrying for scientists and doctors who wonder if it will end with it going directly from animals to phones or from phones back to animals. A number of phones have been diagnosed with the epidemic disease, which begins to express symptoms via Siri sounding a bit off and can carry on in some cases to complete battery failure, a tragic outcome. Widespread panic has ensued with people for the first time leaving their phones at home, Josh. The tech giant has said production and sales of the devices will be affected until they can figure out the implications of having a flu-like virus for questions of machine sentience.
0: This is bad news, obviously, in my world. You don't like to see anything that that can make a phone sick. You don't like to see a phone-to-person transmission of a virus. You like to to see those kind of organic and inorganic viruses very separate uh, because you want what what you ideally hope for is a virus in a human that makes them more dependent on their phone as kind of a medical coping mechanism. And when the phone itself has a virus, uh, that profits are down, um interfacing is down and optimization is down and that is just it's a problem
1: yeah absolutely Uh, It's a massive problem. Also in the news, Kickstarter's new union is getting off the ground after employees voted to unionize last month. The decision makes Kickstarter employees the first at a major tech company to unionize. And the tech industry is worried about the implications of giving workers rights in the robot dog eat robot dog world of online service middlemen.
0: Uh, My employees at one point tried to unionize and I had them eaten by robot dogs. So (laughs) it's very funny that you would bring that (laughs) up.
1: It costs a lot to keep servers and algorithms happy and well-treated, and how are you going to spend that money if you're going to spend it on your employees? Tech industry giant Glabius Fruch expressed some scepticism about the move when approached by our journalists, saying, we're worried that this will lead to a slippery slope of giving humans robot rights. How can we expect economic growth in the tech sector if we can't leverage people's dreams of getting rich quick through entrepreneurialism into making them swallow years of overwork and underpayment? Fruch went on to point out, quote, if you think of all the great achievements of humanity, they were built on the undervalued labor of a massive underclass. Do you think the Egyptians would have built the pyramids if they had to pay their workers fair wages? Do you think the Western world would have invented civilization if you hadn't had women doing all the needlework and child-rearing and shit in the background? Good points there from Fruch, and we will just have to wait and see how this plays out.
0: I'm very sympathetic to Fruch in this case because I think when you you allow your... uh, Look... We like to call big machines that, that uh, have capacity for for network connectivity servers. I think of my human employees as servers. They are here to serve the process, and, which is a term of respect. A server is the most important mechanism physically for a big tech company. So really it's a sign of admiration, but also total fungibility and uh, a, a, a a sense that they could be turned off at any moment at my leisure.
1: And Facebook is having some trouble with the EU after competition commissioner Margaret Vestager announced a proposal to create a single European data market aimed at challenging the dominance of U.S. tech giants like Facebook and she instituted this immediately after meeting with Mark Zuckerberg. He's taken it as a personal slight. It's expected that the EU will also introduce new rules around facial recognition, artificial intelligence, and sources in Zuckerberg's camp indicate that Marky Mark has had his feelings hurt by the swiftness of the regulatory proposal immediately after their meeting. It's almost like they don't trust me or my product, Zuckerberg was heard to say, weeping quietly into his diamond infinity pool. Vestager is one of the most powerful antitrust regulators in the world, having penalized Amazon, Google, and Facebook with billions of dollars in fines. And apparently she's a real bitch about companies who are just doing their best to rule the world without having to deal with girly shit like accountability for algorithms that boost lies, fights, and white supremacy.
0: Now, here's the problem with this. Uh, when you said Zuckerberg has his feelings hurt, he is clearly not a fully optimized person because at that level you don't have feelings too hurt. You, when When someone... <laughs> Uh, is injurious towards your business. You don't feel a personal affront. You vow a revenge, and I think that's the, the. It is proof that Zuckerberg is not quite the ideal CEO. A lot of people think he is.
1: Well, I know he's made moves uh, in the past to be accountable for his, you know, meat consumption by insisting on uh, killing his own animals. But I've heard that he's also insisting on invading his own privacy. Uh, So when he when he wants facts about people, he'll sneak into their homes and look into their private documents.
0: You know, I think that is really ideologically consistent, if unnerving. And I found him in my own home seven to ten times. (laughs) And each time it is a really bracing surprise. But it is the kind of thing that keeps him on top. And I respect his work ethic. In fact, when whenever I want to remember something. Uh, from my own past. I don't ask someone. I don't look it up. I don't rack my brain. I actually create a second external Facebook profile to (laughs) hack into my primary (laughs) Facebook profile just to stay sharp.
1: I mean, that's the way to do it. That is your headlines today that we will not have time to go into because, of course, we have our ad section now. It's time now for your ad section, putting the cons you into consumer capitalism. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to thelastpost@somethingelse.com. From the director who brought you Peekaboo, and the producers who created Fast and the Furious 14, the Forced and the Teenthiest, this summer's blockbuster is a heart-pounding thriller. Don't take my family away from me! Oh God, where's the mains power supply? A man on the edge of losing his battery power entirely. No! 5% coming soon to a cinema near you. Have you tried turning off your Bluetooth? Stay with me! Stay with me! Book your tickets now.
0: Too spooky. Won't see it.
1: Ow! I burned my finger on the stove. Have you held it under a tap? Yes, but I need to sit down and watch the rest of this TV show. We've all been there. Try sitting down and putting your finger in half a glass of cold water, the best remedy for anything up to small third-degree burns. Half a glass of water. It'll stay there and keep your finger cool while you meditate on the consequences of your own reckless stove-based inattention. Half a glass of water, spoken by Alice Fraser for the Putting the Owl into Foundation Foundation for Minor Injuries. Half a glass of water is extensively tested on humans and animals. If your birds are severe, extensive, or if your stove is fully on fire, please call emergency services. And this episode is brought to you by kitchen solutions app, Uncook. Uncook is the newest kitchen-based cooking app for the home cook that hates home cooking. With suggestions for every home and budget, Uncook will remind you that you can probably just eat an apple with some peanut butter and a handful of olives. Uncook is a monthly subscription service which uses cutting-edge technology to assess how much of a you can be bothered to give about dinner. It'll provide cooking alternatives for every occasion. How about a sandwich? I think you have some corn nuggets in the freezer that you could microwave. Would you like to just do three-minute noodles? Uncook has all the information about a balanced diet from our top scientists and will deliberately ignore it on your behalf in order to make your life easier. Uncook. The easiest way to cook is not to cook at all. And that is your ad section for today.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The last post.
1: And now it's time for your top story. Top story, tech news. Josh Gondelman, you are a tech correspondent. Tell us what is new in the news world of tech.
0: Well, you brought up Mark Zuckerberg earlier, and he has been lobbying in in the EU for deregulation. And I think that is a really noble goal. I think regulation is a problem. Uh, It it stifles entrepreneurship. It makes things more difficult for people such as myself. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would say that regulations are what are keeping me in this mansion at the foot of a volcano in Guatemala. And I mean, nobody benefits from that. And... (sighs) I, this is, so what I've been doing is in solidarity with Mark Zuckerberg, I've been pursuing a full internal deregulation of my human body. I have been, uh, kind of, because I think in the tech sector, good ideas can come from anywhere. So I've been trying to surgically, philosophically, mentally uncouple my internal organs from their traditional functions. And just, you know, if my uh, if my kidneys want to pump blood through the rest of my body, I let them try it. If my if my brain wants to purify urine, have at it, brain. This is just a real – it's been really revolutionary. Uh, my doctor tells me I have potentially, quote, minutes to live and – It is making every moment exhilarating, and I'm just crackling with new ideas. That said, my liver is making 100% of the profits of my body and sharing them at a rate of whatever it sees fit. So it is not quite as equitable as it seems, but – It is really, my productivity has never been higher or more terrifying.
1: I mean, I applaud you for putting your body on the line and really exploring anarchism or uh, libertarianism in all its forms. Uh, Obviously, they're playing out the true end of any kind of anarchistic or libertarian outcome, which is that one dominant organ will seize power over the weaker organs. Uh, Are you thinking of bringing regulation back in at any time? Or is this the new norm?
0: I will re-regulate when uh, when the government tells me I have to or when a medical professional tells me that it's unsustainable. I I actually... I've can cons- or hopefully you know maybe my body will be acquired by a larger more lucrative body and I'll get a buyout and get to uh, uh, abdicate responsibility entirely. That's the dream. With any I think that's company, religion, obviously <laughs> that is yes. <laughs> I also we were talking about data mining and I've I've been tinkering with a, a new data mining app called Harvest and it just it you know Facebook allows people to. Connect with one another, uh, and I think there's a real a beautiful sense of community that kind of papers over the intent of the the app and the website, which is to uh, siphon data from billions of users all over the world with harvest, uh, I just email you and say, "Hey, give me your data." And we've been doing a lot of market research. People are. Not enjoying it. They've been posting on social media that they hate the the service, that they uh, don't want it, that they find it invasive. Uh, It is it is a hassle in their daily lives. And what they don't realize about these messages is that's just more data for me. Right. When they don't like what I'm doing, that's data. And it allows me to sell them ad blockers and antivirus software and harvest premium, which is when I don't email you at all. And that's ten dollars a month. So. It is, this is the big tech news. I think when the harvest has its IPO, people are going to be furious and I am going to be very wealthy.
1: I think for too long data harvesting uh, apps have been this sort of traditional trade of convenience for privacy. But I really applaud you for exploring this new angle of aggression and straight honesty.
0: Yeah, when you're harvesting corn, you don't show up and go, hey, corn, uh, we're letting you cross-pollinate with other corns. That not that cool, corn? <laughs> you show up and you pull it off the stalk.
1: And you shove it That's onto the har- other stalk and you tie it on with Band-Aids. I don't know how farming works. Well, thank you so much for that news in tech today, Josh Gondelman. Now it is time for your letters to the editor, Dear Allison Guest. Uh, How much tea will it take to convince you to add Brisbane to your upcoming Australian tour? And when I said bring tea to the show, how will you convince them to let me in? I can also bring half a glass of water if that would help. Thanks, Stephen. Do you have a Brisbane tour coming up, Josh Gondelman?
0: I don't, but I I mean, I don't go anywhere now. I'm fearing extradition (laughs) and I, I live in this mansion uh, slash embassy. But uh, I, I am working on a hologram tour of Brisbane.
1: That's a beautiful way to do it. I've done a Skype tour of America before. It's not bad.
0: Oh, yeah. I was with you on one of those dates. Yeah,
1: it was great. Uh, it was I was so a fun. giant head in the background. Uh, I will be doing an Australian <laughs> tour. I don't think I'm going to Brisbane unless unless somebody books me to go to Brisbane. But so far, it's just Melbourne, Sydney and Perth. I'll also be in London and Edinburgh after that and doing a tour of the UK thank you for writing in a letter that allowed me to plug my stuff Uh, and thank you for listening to the last post today we are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension please subscribe if you want to hear more of this in the future and if you want to listen to this in the past we have previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news if you have not done so before please listen back to previous editions they do add up your guest today was Josh Gondelman. How are you, Josh? And have you got anything to plug?
0: I'm feeling terrific, and I do have some things to plug. I you can I'm I have dates in Boston and Phoenix, uh, as well as New York City, and you can find all about those and more things at JoshGondelman.com. G o n d e l man is my last name,
1: and also your status, and also my
0: status. <laughs>
1: The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle podcast production. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.